0: This is the Sooner Sports Podcast, your all-access
2: pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Oh, mama! What a! Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right. Welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast. We call our Friday edition, The Tailgate. My name is Chris Plank. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Thanks, subscribing, and thanks for sharing. We've had a huge week here on the podcast, not only with the debut of Jess and Meg on Wednesday. That was amazing. If you haven't heard it yet, search through the archives. It's right there. You'll hear from Patty Gasso. You'll hear from KJ Kindler. You'll hear from Sherry Cole. It's an awesome listen. Of course, now we have Sooner Sports Talk, where if you miss the coaches show on Thursday night, we bring it to you on Friday, and of course the debut of our new feature today: Sooner Born, Sooner Bred, brought to you by Oklahoma Farm Bureau, same Farm Bureau you have always trusted, now even better. And Brady Manic is our featured Sooner today. You'll hear the full interview with Brady coming up in just a bit, and of course when you have someone that you need to talk to every single year just because they're that good and they've become that fun, that much fun to talk to. You got to do it, right? So that's Gabby Ortiz for us this week as our focus is very much on basketball and understandably so. What a win. On Tuesday night for the Oklahoma Sooners as they beat Kansas. Brady Manick hit the big shot. He's coming up here in just a bit. And then what a win on Wednesday night for the Oklahoma Sooner women's basketball team. Who You kind of get this sense things are starting to click for them. You're starting to see that corner turn for the Sooners. We'll talk to Gabby coming up in our later segment here on the Sooner Sports Podcast. But I I did want to open with some exciting news, some breaking news. The spring game date has been announced, and what a day it's going to be in Norman on April 14th. Spring game is set for 1 p.m. That's 1 o'clock on Saturday, April 14th. And get this. Both the softball and baseball teams are home as well. Now, game times will shift a little bit. Both the baseball and softball games were scheduled to start at 2 o'clock. And uh, Kenny Mossman had tweeted this earlier, so you might want to keep an eye on some schedule changes because if I remember correctly, I two, the two years now, this is our third year doing play-by-play of every single softball game. The last spring game when the baseball team played right after the football game, was one of the more incredible crowds I've ever seen for an OU baseball game. So we hope we can emulate that on April 14th, and we know that the place will be packed at Marita Hines Field whenever the Sooners look to defend their back-to-back national championships. But what a fun Saturday. April 14th, go ahead, mark it down, save the date, whatever you need to do. What a day it's going to be in Norman, not only with the spring game, but OU Texas in baseball, OU Kansas in softball, it's going to be one of those days where regardless where you listen to us from, whatever part of the United States, or even the world, I think you want to be in Norman on April 14th, because think think about the storylines, just let's look with this football team. I had a chance, it was kind of cool to sit down with Eric Stryker today, we're going to try to get that on the podcast for Tuesday, potentially, but we were just chatting about some of the great battles you're going to have Heading into spring football. I mean, obviously, everyone knows about the quarterback battle. Baker Mayfield, who was lighting it up at the Senior Bowl right now, is gone. So you have four guys battling for the starting quarterback job. Kyler Murray, Tanner Mordecai, Austin uh, Kendall is right in that mix. I mean, you got a handful of dudes that Tanner Schaefer really have a chance to compete for this job. Then you look at that inside receiver slash tight end spot. Grant Calcaterra, does he slide right into it? Looked apart last year. Think about the rush in. You lost both of them. Obo also tearing it up at the Senior Bowl. Who's going to step up and be that Next, Oba Okrako. Who's going to be that next? DJ Ward. And think about some of the young guys that have already been brought in in this recruiting class. What an exciting spring that we have ahead of us. And then the new faces. You know, just over this past weekend, Lincoln Riley announced that we'll have a brand new assistant. Now, again, it's not replacing anyone, it is the 10th assistant and it's a familiar name at least his last name Shane Beamer will be on board so what role will the new off uh, and I guess the the proper terminology someone who's going to help out as a as an offensive coach and then of course help with the special teams we'll learn more about that at a press conference later today and then the new director of sports and performance in Benny Wiley so a lot of new faces for the Sooners coming up In the spring game, which is why April 14th is a day you need to go ahead and circle, uh, highlight, whatever you need to do, be in Norman, not just for football, but baseball and softball as well. And oh, by the way, I mentioned that press conference, which is coming up later today, uh, depending on when you consume this podcast. Friday is when the press conference is set for. uh, We will have that as part of the Sooner Sports Podcast on Tuesday in the game plan with Toby Rowland. So obviously, we'll talk a lot about basketball. We'll recap the trip to Tuscaloosa. We'll talk about the big Sooner women's game against TCU on Tuesday's edition, but you'll also hear the introduction of the newest assistant coach for OU football, Shane Beamer, and of course the new director of sports and performance for OU football, Benny Wiley. That's on Tuesday's game plan. All right, uh, that's the big announcement. The spring game, April 14th. Mark it down. What do you say we get after it? What a Tuesday it was. For true freshman, Brady Manick, the biggest shot of his career in one of the biggest home games of the season for the Oklahoma Sooners. Three at half court will kill a little time. 12 to shoot. 10. 28 seconds to go in the game. He goes right. Kick back. Brady. Open three. Oh, mother! Five-point Sooner lead. 24 seconds to go. Brady Manick nails the triple. And Brady falls in our Oklahoma Farm Bureau spotlight. Sooner born. Sooner Bread, that's Brady Manick, and of course, Oklahoma Farm Bureau. The same Farm Bureau you, was all, you have always trusted, now even better. I caught up with Brady Manick, and before we dove into the shot, we just took a little bit of a retrospective look at how he ended up at the University of Oklahoma. Take me back to the start. Uh, what brought you to Oklahoma? What made you decide this was the place for you?
3: Uh, just uh, First of all, it's probably just Coach Kruger and how, like, just awesome of a coach he is. He knows uh, what to do best with like the players and the, the team and puts us in a position to win. But then Also, it's like 40 minutes from my house, so <laughs> that helps. Always had a leg up on that front, right? Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> um, just being close, being able to go home, see my parents.
2: It's just uh, my brother and my dog. I mean, it's great. It's got to be pretty unique, too, to not only have two guys, native Oklahomans, so close to Norman, but then playing at the level that you and Trey are right now, it's got to make it a little extra special, doesn't it? Yeah, it's
3: pretty cool. I mean, uh, I, I played with him a few times here and there growing up, but uh, throughout high school I'd always see all the stuff he was doing and uh, just how good of a player he was and for him to come here and us be on the same team with guys like Christian Doolittle, who's right down the street, uh, ties from Glencoe now. So, I mean, we got we got Oklahoma guys
2: everywhere, so it's pretty cool. You know, it's interesting. We came here post-practice to talk to you and a Hera fan brought a bunch of old newspaper yeah, clippings yeah. to you that's a you know a lot of the questions that I've asked are hey man how does that feel what does that mean to you but that's got to be pretty cool too right
3: yeah it's pretty cool I, I mean I, I I meet people from Hera all the time and I just didn't know that they they were from there uh, I mean there's Hera people everywhere and uh, I'm glad I can um,
2: put on a show for them and give them something to watch based on the number of people you've met here has like quadrupled in population everyone's from here now right Yeah. apparently <laughs> I mean
3: yeah there's people I that know my grandparents that I've never met before I got cousins I've never met
2: before so it's just crazy take me through the shot the other night the this game sealer if you will against Kansas
3: yeah it was it was a, it was pretty cool coach Krueger uh, put us in the position to win on that one uh, just drew up the play and uh, confused the defense a little bit and we just executed it well. They stayed on Trey, and
2: I was open, and he found me. For you, what's the challenge in, as not just a true freshman, whole new world, right? Away from home, kind of. Uh, different schedule, a lot more games, I would imagine, too. So what's that adjustment to keep yourself fresh, to make sure your shot's where it needs to be, your body where it, where it needs to be? What, what's that adjustment been like for you?
3: I mean, it, it's been tough. I mean, having class a lot, um, it's way tougher than my senior year of high school. Uh, I mean, just going from like, it was kind of a, I took a few college classes, uh, but they weren't, it wasn't as much as this, and I wasn't having a busy schedule, I was always at home, and then now to be on my own uh, most of the time during the week, and having all this homework, having tests, and then also having to practice pretty much every every day, and then uh, having to play games, I mean, it's 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 pretty grueling, but I mean, it's fun, and I love it, so...
2: I'll try to figure it out. You know, it's not just that you love basketball. Your whole family loves basketball. So it's a a bloodline thing. That's got to be pretty cool.
3: Yeah, I mean, going all the way back, my my grandpa, he played, uh, my uncle, my cousin, my dad. uh, Me and my parents were all, and and my brother were all four All-Staters here in Oklahoma, which is pretty cool. So, I mean, just having that. Bloodline through Oklahoma basketball—it's pretty, it's pretty cool. I, mean, I understand there's a tie between your mom and Coach Cole, as a matter of fact, too. Yeah, um, Coach Cole. When my mom went on her visit, uh, Coach Cole was the like her host, like oh, wow. her. She was a senior, my mom was a senior in high school, so she was the one showing her on campus and everything. So in other words,
2: that's uh, that's pretty cool. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's it pretty cool to have. And then uh, Jan was the assistant coach for uh, for the OC. So I mean, just. For, have, for having them here and them know who I am, too. It's just it's cool to have familiar faces around all the
2: time. What's it like whenever you see this team where, where it is, top ten team throughout the season, knocking off top five squads, and seeing the pub that Trey's getting and this entire team then in that, but how he handles it? What's it like being a teammate, and how do you think he's handled kind of this massive amount of publicity? I, mean, I
3: think it's pretty cool. I mean, you turn on ESPN any anything sports and his his face will come up anytime. I mean, that's that's pretty cool. And then you see if see yourself on TV because of that. I think mean, that's pretty cool. I think he's handled it great just being the guy he is. He just he just loves basketball and he loves being around the team, being around the, the game. So, I mean, just having him here is, is just cool. All right, let's talk personal real quick. Where do you want to see your game continue to improve? Uh, Most definitely defense. Uh, I want to get stronger. I want to be able to play defense. I want to be able to guard smaller guys and bigger guys. Uh, Just try to be an all-around defender. Um, That's what I'm lacking right now. I think I'm doing pretty well on the offensive. I could get a little bit better off the dribble and things like that, but mainly just defense.
2: And the confidence that you have right now in just taking any shot—something that's always been there, or something that you developed? Yeah, something that's always been
3: there. I mean, as a kid, I always played up, and I was having to get my shot off above guys that were two, three years older than me. So now, now that I'm in this situation, I I just have that confidence. Like I I, I can make it. I. I get the ball, I'm just going to make it anyway. So.
2: I'm going to go out on a limb and assume you've been going to games most of your life, but I'll let you go on this. How cool is it to see atmospheres like you saw on Tuesday night, like you've seen at the Lloyd Noble Center this year? It's pretty special, isn't
3: it? Yeah, uh, growing up, I, I came to a few, uh, but mainly like when the recruiting started, I started coming, and that was when the pretty much the year before and the Final Four team were here, and the crowd just kept growing throughout, throughout those two years. And
2: uh, for me to be
3: able to play in front of crowds that are selling out every night, it's just pretty unbelievable.
2: Kids got a bright future ahead of him. Obviously, diehard, lifelong Sooner fan Brady Manning. Hey, real quick, got a chance to jump in the huddle and talk a little bit to Lon Kruger as he gets his team ready for Alabama. When the,
1: when the Big Twelve SEC challenge started,
2: uh, it seemed like having it in January, coaching for a little lukewarm. To do weren't the older ones. Probably
0: the same, probably the same. I mean, you know, if, if you think about the grind of the Big Twelve, you know, and you take away actually what we end up doing is you're taking away the off day. Mm-hmm. You know, where you got a chance to really recover and we don't have that anymore. But, you know, the trade off uh, uh, exposure, the good competition uh, conference decided was, was well worth it.
4: Back to um, do you think have you seen the
0: exposure Did, do you think the exposure's been awful? Well, the conference thinks so, so we'll go we'll go that route. And again, I think from a coach's standpoint, you know, uh, it's good for the league, but also, you know, uh, we give up we give up that that rehab week for our guys. So, you know, there's going to be some give and take in any decision like that. Back to Young and Sexton; those two players are so good at being a point guard, but they do it in so, so many different ways. How different are they as two as two point guards? They're, they're uh, both, you know, highly skilled with the ball, they both, uh, you know, uh, Trey probably shoots more threes, uh, Colin, you know, a little more drive, but, but Sexton's a good three-point you know, he can shoot a three-two, so... Uh, they, they both are just pretty good all-around players. They can do a lot of different things. And then Trey Young, who is obviously the talk of the
2: country. We asked Trey just how big that win was for the Sooners on Tuesday and how much momentum this team can carry going forward. What was the
1: 2015 OUKU game? Yeah. How did Tuesday compare to that, especially? At the
4: oh, oh, it's definitely, I think it's above it. I, I loved it. I mean, the crowd was going crazy from start to finish. Um, I think there were a big reason why we won that game. Um, just because of, I mean, that's, that's a home court advantage at its, at its best. And, uh, if we have that every game from here on out at home, uh, this will be a tough place to play. And I think people will, will start thinking that.
2: How big was that game for you guys, just as a group? Not dropping three in a row yeah.
4: and getting back in the title chase. I, I think guess. it's good. I think it's good. And I think it, it made our league even that much, um, more tougher. I mean, now it's, now it's more of a race again. I mean, they had a two game, uh lead on on everybody and so that just that brought it down and now they're now it's now it's more bunched up and that's what you want I mean um, obviously we want to be at the top and so we had to get a win to get it back going
2: you like stepping out of league play this week uh, I
4: think I think it's gonna be good uh, I think it's a refresher um, but I think it's gonna be different I think it's totally gonna to be totally different and for both teams um, because the SEC plays a totally different style than we do and so it's gonna be different but we got to adjust and be ready to play
2: it's Oklahoma it's Alabama. It's gonna be a fun weekend, part of the Big Twelve SEC showdown. That's 115, unique tip time, 115 tip on Saturday afternoon. Pellington into the lane, loses her balance, falls down in the left corner, but somehow gets it off to Manning. Out right of the circle now to Ortiz, who drains a three. Nice look off the assist from Manning and the Sooners. What looked like a disastrous possession turns into a three. All right, from men's hoops to women's hoops, big one for the OU women. On the road in Fort Worth to take on TCU, the Sooners coming off a dominating performance over Kansas, winning 97-64 to 64 on Wednesday night, and one of the key figures for the Sooners so far this season has been senior Gabby Ortiz and yeah I got to admit it seems a little bit odd to say senior Gabby Ortiz she is second on the team in scoring at 13.7 points per game and she's shooting an incredible 41 percent from beyond the three-point line we had a chance to swing by practice and catch up with the hot shooting senior Gabby Ortiz. All right hey let's first and foremost take us through the win over uh, Kansas and how important was that for the scene to get back on track
1: you know it was a big game for us uh, response game you know before that OSU losing our home court to a tough one that was a heartbreaker for sure and so we knew we needed to come out with that aggressive mindset uh, kind of punch someone in the jaw and and we did that so I'm proud of the team we came out first quarter strong um, and got that momentum going and uh, getting that win under our belt is good uh, because now we need to keep propelling forward
2: what's really clicked for you and I want to say an improved shot you've always been a good shooter Maybe more volume this year, but mm-hmm. what what's kind of clicked for you shooting the basketball?
1: Um, you know, you hit on the volume part. Uh, I think I've always been confident in my shot. I know I've went through slumps, you know, starting from freshman year through. Um, I've went through some just confident slumps as a, as a, as a player. But um, so that, that can always affect your shot if you're not believing in yourself. But, you know, I don't think my shot's ever changed. I've always put the reps, the reps in. Um, I've always believed in my shot, but I think this year um, – Moving to the two guard uh, and just having to focus on scoring um, has really just kind of slowed the game down for me, and that's all I have to really do. Uh, and I'm able now. I'm they're allowing me, you know, to shoot. They know that I, I need to be that knockdown shooter, so I think that's helped. Um, just getting more, getting more reps up. I didn't really, you know, I only shot probably between four or five shots last year. So
2: what changes going from the one? to the two guard for you from going to point to that two guard much I mean you still can run the point too
1: you know I love I've been a point guard my whole life so it's kind of like you know it's kind of like sad (laughs) took a part of my heart but you know so I have those attributes that I still you know I can still see the floor and I always want to be that kind of leader that voice on the court but like I said what changes is I don't you don't have the responsibility of whether it's you have so many different jobs as a point guard. So as a two guard, you kind of, it's just simpler. Um, so that's kind of, I guess, what's changed a little bit. Um, I'm not the one that's supposed to be looking at coaching huddles, telling people we're in, getting, and even though it, instinctively I want to do that, um, that's not my job, quote-unquote, <laughs> anymore. So that's the difference.
2: How much can you help, though, Shayna and whoever else is running that point? Do they still lean on you, or do you try to just let them create their own thing and make their own mistakes to a certain
1: yeah, degree? Yeah, you know, um, shayna has got a, a lot on her shoulders being a freshman and um, just getting thrown into it. And so, uh, you know, it's been tough on her, and coaches me be tough on her. And so I see that, and I, I've been through that. And so I need to do better. I've been trying to be there for her, talk her through, just be that um, helping ear um, because you know how hard that can be. So definitely uh, it's, it's more of, you know, trying to – have her feel through her way on her own because um, she's going to, you know, we're in huddles and we have to do that. She's the one that coaches looking the answer for. So you can't so much help her in that point. So I guess it's in practice where we have to try to help her and be that voice in her ear. All
2: right, uh, let's go back. I only got to make one trip with you guys and you shot the lights out, literally. <laughs> so take me through what the reaction was like to that for you. You because know, it was, ESPN
1: was everywhere. I know. In the moment, like, we didn't really, it wasn't really that big of a deal. I mean, it was, but it wasn't, you know? Like, we, I went in, hyped in the locker room, and then... Two seconds later, we're like, okay, we're on the next thing. But I think the shot was so big because uh, it helped us propel us into the second half, and that's what I, that's what we needed because you know we were down a couple possessions. That brought it a one possession game. So that's what I was happy about. That we would come out of halftime only down three, uh, and get the ball rolling. But you know it, it was fun. You know after the game, uh, seeing that it was it was a big deal. But I'm just happy that it allowed us to kind of maybe get a laugh, give give a little a weight lifted off our shoulders, so to speak, um, going into halftime, and that helps us get the win.
2: You know, and it was a key moment, too. You guys needed that bucket yeah. to get going. But it's always cool for me, whenever I get to go with you guys, is to see your dad always there. <laughs> and I know your pop's working in the airline industry, always has that opportunity, but what has that meant for you throughout your life to have your dad at every one of your games?
1: And he's uh, he's incredible, um, you know. I uh, you know getting to be a senior now um, and it's kind of emotional you know he's been to every single game and the fact that he's been able to do that you know some of my friends are you know have just found out now that he's able to do that and they're just amazed uh, and and it is it's um no one I don't think any other parent has that ability to do that or can say they've ever done that and uh, I just give him a lot of credit and it's something he loves he's just so invested um, he just loves the game of basketball but the fact that I can look up and I know he's there um, just really gives me a uh, comfort uh, going into every game.
2: All right, a couple more and I'll let you run. Why do I get the sense that this team is starting to figure out that things are starting to click do you get that sense too?
1: Oh for sure I do and I it, and it's funny because you know you see glimpse of it throughout the years or throughout throughout the year um, different games that we've played you know the close ones that we've Loss. You know, we will string, for example, we're at OSU and we have an amazing first quarter and then we have a second quarter that kills us, but then we win the rest of the game. You know, you have things like that. It's just piecing it together. It's where is that consistency? Like we've shown really um, awesome moments, uh, have had played great quarters, great halves, but we haven't put it together. Um, Kansas, so to speak, we did. Um, third quarter, we didn't defend like we were supposed to, but uh, it was close to you know doing what we needed to do so um, I'm definitely I think we're growing every day um, we're learning we're changing things we're getting better on defense and that's that's huge for us uh, I think just gaining that trust uh, I think we're we're starting to do that and so if we can do that and really um, communicate on defense uh, that really plays into our offense and I think we'll be just fine
2: you haven't allowed yourself to get sentimental at all this being like the last trip to certain places in the last no. run yet
1: no I have try not to get in that place you know it. You want to – I obviously cherish everything. I'm not taking anything for granted, but I try not to look <laughs> into it like that because then I'll I'll get sad and it, it gets, gets real, real quick. So I'm, I'm just trying to take it one game at a time. Uh, it's going to go by fast, and I, I just want to enjoy every moment.
2: There you have it. What a fun edition of the Sooner Sports Podcast. Thanks to Brady Manick. Thanks to Gabby Ortiz. And while I'm at it, Thanks to Ben Jelly and Ty Pig, both with the OU Sports Information Office, making it possible to get both of those interviews today. Again, on Tuesday's podcast, Toby Rowland, obviously the voice of the Sooners, will be back with us. And the press conferences that will come up on Friday with Shane Beamer and Benny Wiley will have them for you on Monday's Game Club. Tuesday's game plan. We tape on Monday. It comes out on Tuesday. Just make sure you subscribe. Go to SoonerSports.tv slash podcast. Make sure you subscribe whichever way you consume podcast. We have you covered right there. Everyone have a great weekend and we'll be back on Tuesday with the game plan. Until then, Boomer Sooner everybody.
0: This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make
2: sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at SoonerSports.tv slash podcast and make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU
0: on the air. Let's jump into Pepper's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Pepper Play Sets. Pepper Pig, inspiring kid confidence.